The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. So on the line with us, we have an artist. He's a ceramicist who I have huge respect for. We've interviewed him over the years, and every time we interview him, he's coming back with something so extraordinary, world-class, mind-bending, none other than ceramicist Andile Dilvane. Andile, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me again. I know, you know, Andile, I know I say this to you every time we talk, but what strikes me is we can go back to that very first story of you making little clay cows in the yeah. Eastern Cape. And it, w- it will stick in my mind forever when I start to see how you started with that and where you've gone to. Just mm-hmm. briefly tell our listeners that starting point as a kid. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's really a never-tiring story because it, it is what it is. Growing up in the countryside, the Eastern Cape, in the village of Ozan, and Keskamauk. So we grew up, you know, minding livestock and, and, and the clay playing and, and was more like a side, like a childhood, childhood uh, you know, game, which really was not taken serious by the elders because that was not the duty of a child or any boy at that time. But I really I had found myself drawn to it and without knowing that this would be a career or something that I can use to express myself or perhaps communicate what I feel or perhaps change one's life or, or, or community in that sense. So that's, that's really how, how it started until, say, 1995 at least. That's, that's when I moved to Cape Town and enrolled at college. And this is when then I realized that, wow, all of this child play really was a gift. Yeah. You know, and, and, and really, if I can follow that, then I can anywhere and, 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 and do anything. And, and that's really how it started. You know, you've just said such an extraordinary phrase, the gift of child's play. Like yes. What it is that when you are young and when you play and how it can impact in the most extraordinary way as an adult. Mm-hmm. So yes. I think of you, you are now this internationally renowned ceramicist. Um, mm-hmm. Those of us who are earning lowly uh, salaries or not even salaries can barely mm. afford your beautiful ceramics. And I'm very <laughs> pleased that that's the case because yeah. it does talk to how well you're doing. Uh, the last um, selection or collection that you created was a fascinating one. And we're going to go to your new one, Itongo, in a moment. Itongo, yeah. But the last collection was one where you looked at issues, for example, of scarification. And yes. talk to us about that. You mean the, you said the last collection was there? The one that looked at, at scarification and how you used the human body and oh, yes. and then turned it into something quite different in terms of ceramics. Yes, I think for me, at my work so far, I've realized what it, it always sort of draws me back to my personal experiences, yes. at most which is my cultural experience, which reflect where I come from and the activities and rituals that uh, the elders around me taught and practiced at the time. And, and one finds that being an artist, you find yourself drawn to such practices because that's the source. So we speak of the ancestry and people that came before us, which practice and perhaps some of them never made it uh, to continue what we've done based on certain influences. So having used, looked at 
the discarified motive or the ukachula discarification. So this is one of the, the the closest experience I've had as well growing up as a ritual that was practiced, um, you know, like in my family and so in my neighborhood, and finding that it's it's a dying ritual. So I find it is my duty, and so as any other artist who is close to um, to themselves and to their community to 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 restore and 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 and, and what you call it uh, and document what is what what was lost and restore what was lost as well. So I think that for me it, it, it's just a duty that I had fulfilled, having known that my duty is to restore the dignity of my people and 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 and, and bring the healing through the work that I'm doing, which is clay. So, you know, Andile, you've now moved on to the Itongo collection, which is based on the most extraordinary series of very, very simple images, which you've turned yeah. into umkumboti um, beer pots, basically. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you could just describe them for our listeners. We're also going to tweet some of these images because they are, they're almost, I want to say, they're almost Japanese in style. They're so simplified. Yeah. Talk to us yeah. about that. Whew. So my the, 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 this work it started I guess coming through my dreams I think since last year, but without knowing where it's gonna take me. But what I tend to do when such strong imagery I call it itong or the the, the 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 visions passed on by the ancestors or the gifts by the ancestors. So then once I realize how powerful they are, then mm-hmm. I started really trying to take my sketchbook and uh, sort of putting them down. And as I was doing that, sort of like images and and visual images of certain activities and certain characters within the community started coming so so strongly. And then I realized these are messages, and I call it this kind of um, graph or writing or the glyphs. I call it uyales, meaning the messages, so the ancestral messages. So when that happened... So I started looking at these images or this this, this symbolism, and start mortalizing or, or or highlighting, say certain uh, rituals that are no longer being practiced at home or in our culture. Or peeps, they are, but maybe they are not really taken serious. Yeah. Or a certain member of the community that is very um, important, just to talk about them, and so to say. This is the role that they play, and one should not forget it. Because we have kids, we have the next generation, that they need to know what was before and what's important of certain rituals. So these messages, uh, these symbols, are are representative of such messages that are a reminder of what we have lost or what we have and what we yet to um, uh, sort of share with the next generation. So that's, that's, that's what the symbolism is about. And then... What then led to from the symbolism was the the object, which is the stools, which each stool is carrying a, a symbol that represents um, maybe sound or a drum or a shaman or a time of the day yeah. um, or or, or 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 some kind of food or some sort of a ritual. And this is again is a way of of, of really documenting what was very important as part of the community being uh, active as a, as, a communi- as, a, as a community, yes. 
So, so let me just for our listeners, and as I say, we are going to tweet at SAFM Radio hashtag mm-hmm. SAFM Jet Set Back Breakfast. We're going to tweet some of the um, the, the the symbols that you've created yes. for the Itongo yes. collection and Itongo, um, mm-hmm. meaning the ancestral dreamscape. I That's mean, correct. what's so incredible about them is I was looking at them and I was thinking, if I'm ever going to get a tattoo, I would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of these would become my tattoo, and I was trying to think, would it be the messages? Because I work in radio, and so we're always talking about messages, the uyalezo, mm-hmm. or yeah. would it maybe be um, sunrise mpumalanga? Or mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many, and then it it they so incredibly powerful because of their simplicity. How did you yeah. then turn them into um, beer containers? Well, um, I actually did not turn them into beer containers. So the beer containers that you're possibly seeing right now yeah. is, 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 is the the is or the clay pots yes. that where I have created for my studio as a gesture of gratitude to my community. Yes. which is the village where I grew up in Gomozan. So the reason for that was um, was to say to to the community, thank you for, for playing a part in, in raising me, and thank you for playing the part in molding me to be this person that I yes. am today who is shining your flag and shining and, 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 and chosen to basically to restore the dignity of, of, of the tribe, of the clan, of the nation. and, and But so more so, that so the first one I've taken home was a gift to my father, and that gift was very important. And it was just a gesture for me to say, This is what I do in Cape Town in my studio. It turns out that gift was the beginning of realizing my call and my purpose within the community or with yeah. just within this life. So I thought by gifting also the community, this will be a seed in each family, in each homestead, for them to try and, and remember who they are, and, and try and practice the rituals because what that gift did to my family and so the neighbors, it helped us to remember who we are, the songs that were lost, the, the kind of regalia that was, that was, that was uh, then um, worn back in the day during the ancestral uh, time. And, and, and even the way that the one carries themselves, the dignity that they carry, and the memory that they brought about the elders. So this is a gesture as a way of trying to heal and, and, and give thanks and the gratitude and also to restore and, rem- and, and remind uh, the community as to this is what we used to be and tell possible. We are this generation that can continue because we, we consider it as free to express ourselves. You know, I've seen some of the images, uh, the photographs of the Itlelo, the um, sitting, the ceremonial yes. gathering. Yes. Your father must be very proud of you. Indeed, indeed. He is no longer, but my mother currently, I, I know very well he, she is, because when we brought Itongo to the village, he was very emotional, but also very proud. And this was quite a huge undertaking, but also for him, for, for, for my mother, for instance, he said, she said that uh, my, my father's spirit, where, where it is right now, must be very happy, yeah. because now he knows that he left the son that will carry the the name of of the family, the name of the village, the name of the of the of the, of the nation, you know, so that we're not forgetting nation. So that's that's um, that's that definitely is a very proud uh, moment for not only me or not for my family, but for the whole community. 
at, at large. So in many ways, your father is part of that Itongo, if I'm in, not... In, indeed, because yeah. the, the Itongo itself is the ancestors' dreamscape. So they whisper and these images and these messages through my dreams or, or these ancestral messages. And then I then realize them through this symbolism, uh, and then realize them onto this clay expression. And then yeah. in that way, each and every viewer, when they come across each object, they then uh, feel the message and interpret it in their own way. Yeah. I want to say, Andile, we give great thanks to your uh, father for uh, giving you many of these dreams because they are the most extraordinary images and um, clay seating arrangements and the like and stools that you have created. So well done and wishing you all the success in the future. Thank you, Michelle, for having me. Andile Delvane, he is a ceramicist. His latest collection is called the Itongo Collection. Um, He's been working on it for the last year. And as I say, I-T-H-O-N-G-O is the name of the collection. And uh, if you want Andile Delvane's surname, D-Y-A-L-V-A-N-E, if you don't know it. And definitely look it up. Quite phenomenal uh, and extraordinary images. It's 8.30. It's Zai time.